Ahoy, and welcome to the Open Journal Blogcast. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related. That includes illness, wellness, stigma and support, and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. We're going to be covering projects, campaigns, education, starting conversations, and looking at some of the tools that support our well-being as well. I'm Mike, and while I'm being mindfully mindless, hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so Mm. they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, And then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to Open Journal. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you're well. I hope things are good for you. I'm Mike and welcome to Open Journal. It has been it has been a minute, hasn't it? It has been, I think, about two months now. Uh, so we've had a, a break period um, in between the episodes. So I hope you've had a, a good summer. Hope you're... What year are we now? 2021 summer has been a good summer. Um, so many different things going on um, at the moment recently Uh, so coming back I thought it'd be nice just to sit down and have a bit of a chat with you uh, before we get started with kind of the regular episodes that will be rolling very soon. So in the last two months uh, I think as I mentioned in the previous break we have had the Mental Health Blog Awards um, which was yeah another absolutely amazing year and also I got married um so some big things going on um so i'm planning for uh next the next episode that will be after this will be the mental health blog awards recording so you'll get to have an insight into kind of the award ceremony some of the things that happened there uh back at the end of july and then the episode after that will be back to kind of the usual discussions with um kind of guests that are coming on and some insights there uh so I think to reflect back, for for me, the, the Mental Health Blog was absolutely amazing, a really, really good event, a massive thank you to everyone that was involved, to our supporters, to our guest speakers, um, to the people that nominated themselves, put themselves forward for awards as well, a big thank you to you, and of course to our community leaders as well. Um, kind of following on from the event, we've already had people express interest in being involved next year, which is absolutely amazing, so I look forward to talking a little bit more about that probably around December January time when we look to start planning for for next year's event 
but a big thank you and obviously a congratulations to everyone that was nominated shortlisted and of course to our runners-up and winners at this year's event um that'll be it for today i think i'll save some of that for, for next week and obviously you'll hear much more about the event um not necessarily next week um but next time and yes getting married was um an absolutely amazing thing a very big thing for me personally i think um there are a couple of blog posts i wrote about kind of what was going on for me at the time um and i think again rather than going into loads and loads of detail here i'm gonna i'm gonna be cheeky and signpost to the two blog posts that i did leading up to to the wedding so one before and one after and some of the different thoughts um that were going on for me some of the different um things that were happening um so i was changing my name uh and my partner my now wife um didn't change her last name so there are some kind of uh, i guess discussions and thought processes that go on around that as well and it was really interesting and again something very positive for me to be able to engage in using that kind of the writing style um to express some of those thoughts that were going on maybe some of the challenges but also a lot of the successes and happy moments in there as well so yeah definitely recommend having a look at those if you are interested moving forward with the podcast uh, i'm delighted we've already got uh, a few guests booked in now through october november i think we might have a couple for december and january possibly um, but there's also some spots in there as well. So if you're listening to this and you think oh, I'd be really interested in coming on and sharing some of my own insights around mental health and well-being, there are opportunities to do that. So you can get in contact and we are still looking to to kind of book some future guests in. One other thing to mention is I did have a slight slip up there earlier where I said next week. So that's going to be a slight change with kind of the new structure um, rather than the weekly episodes that we'd been or I had been sharing with you in the past. I'm now going to try and do kind of fortnightly episodes. Um, it just feels like something that's a little bit easier to keep up and to really enjoy and give enough time to the conversations that we're having the episodes are probably stick up to around the same level sort of that kind of 30 40 minutes up to an hour um for each episode or conversation um but yeah it's just having a little bit more time as well to to kind of prep for for some of those conversations and some time afterwards as well i think for me it's also considering what's really healthy um i absolutely love and i'm very privileged to have these conversations but sometimes having them every week can be a little bit much um when you're doing it on top of so many kind of other things um kind of your full-time job your blogging and things like that as well so for me it's about managing those as well and that's definitely something i think that has kind of come to the forefront in my mind a little bit more in the last year um through the work that i've done but also through the conversations i've had with other people um, including some of the conversations on the podcast uh, with some amazing practitioners uh, campaigners and people that are hugely passionate around mental health and well-being and I think really trying to look at I want to continue having these conversations I, I really value them and I hope you do as well being able to share those stories and insights is such a huge privilege and something I really enjoy uh, and for me that kind of that shift to maybe a bit more of a fortnightly discussion makes it feel like it's something more manageable and something that can be sustained for a longer period 
Saying that, this is already episode 227, I think. So there's a lot of episodes that are already there. So if you are a new listener and are looking for something on a more regular basis, there's plenty of episodes to go back and listen to. And I would also say there's a number of guests that have come on and spoken about their own podcasts as well, focusing on mental health and well-being or on other activities that can kind of link in as well. So there's definitely a lot of things happening. There's a lot of conversations and activities happening Um, in the last year. I feel like there's been a huge growth in mental health podcasts. There's a lot more conversations happening. There's more people getting involved uh, and that's absolutely amazing. And I think that's something... I hope I've kind of got across in episodes before where we've talked about I feel like there's a a kind of a structure and a style it might be a loose one um, to the episodes to the way I record to the way I speak to people to the conversations that we have and I really hope that you are able to enjoy those Um, I hope that you're able to take away something from those conversations I hope that it encourages some of you to maybe look at the resources or support that is discussed in those episodes but I'm also really aware it won't be for everyone some people will want something that's maybe a little bit um, kind of shorter a bit more um, to the point I guess Um, and those kind of 40 minute to an hour episodes aren't that if you're looking for that Um, I don't know, 15, 20 minute episodes where they're a bit kind of short, uh, yeah, more to the point, I guess. Um, Those are just not really the way that I speak to people. Um, I don't edit the episodes massively, so I cut off a little bit at the beginning and the end and and that's pretty much it. So the conversations you hear are are kind of 95% of the conversations that I had. Um, So yeah, there are definitely other episodes to, to go and listen to from me but there's also other podcasts that you can go and listen to as well and they will talk about mental health they will talk about illnesses they'll talk about wellness they'll talk about recovery um, and and everything related in a range of different ways so if this episode or this show isn't for you um, please don't think that there isn't something else that you could go and listen to and that might be a little bit more to your taste or to your style um, so do have a look around I think that's the benefit now of having so many uh, mental health related or wellness related podcasts that you have that opportunity to go and pick and find something that suits you that you find enjoyable to listen to Um, I feel very aware I think that there's a a similar structure I would say to the discussions with episodes where we have guests come on and we we have a conversation I think there's a good kind of continuous structure there Um, but They go in very different directions depending on what their guests are there to speak about, what they've experienced in their life, their own mental health insights. Um, And I really enjoy that. That's something I think is really valuable to have people that come on that have experienced real mental health illness struggles alongside people that maybe don't have an experience of a mental health illness but are particularly passionate about raising awareness or education. So yes, a little bit of a a kind of have a look at some of the other episodes, have a look at other podcasts as well, a bit from me. Um, And then I also want to mention coming up, um, we have World Mental Health Day on the 10th of October. Uh, And then recently, we've also had a World Suicide Prevention Day back on the 10th of September. So uh, within the month, kind of we've got uh, two different awareness days either side and I think 
a really important time to to mention awareness days there's a lot kind of towards the end towards the beginning of the year sorry uh, when we look at kind of february march april time there's a lot of focus on uh, mental health conversations on those first or early conversations on young people or university mental health there's a lot of focus on that uh, kind of the younger demographics as well um, but here now towards the end of the year when we're looking at world mental health day and also kind of previously um, world suicide prevention day i think it is really important that we are engaging with these awareness days in a way that suits us that works for us if you have experienced certain illnesses symptoms or, or i guess life events that is going to impact how you relate to these days and what you want from them or what you don't want from them and how you engage with them as well for me personally i think they are extremely important awareness days are extremely important to um, remind us to engage us in campaigns in conversation to spread awareness of local services and support that's available to increase our own education to increase our own knowledge around uh, mental health whether that's because you don't know much at the moment or because you know loads but about a specific area and I think for a lot of us we'll know about our own experience but maybe not too much about something else and that's definitely something that I've learned through the conversations on this podcast through hearing people speak about their own lived experiences with illnesses or with symptoms that I haven't experienced that I don't know a huge amount about um, and that's just kind of the starting point of that awareness of that kind of education um, hearing those first insights and then going away and maybe looking or researching some of those services support sometimes just researching the illness as well and actually being a bit more educated on kind of what it is um, some of the symptoms that people might be affected by so I think they're really important for us to kind of re-engage ourselves but also remember that for a lot of us and I mean if you're listening to this you probably are fairly interested or passionate or involved in kind of a mental health community or, or discussions but for many people these awareness days will be the first time that it really prompts something in their mind that maybe there's something they have been struggling with that they're not too sure about or they've been feeling different maybe for a little while and this might be that prompt that they go away and they ask for support they access a service um, they look up where their local crisis or safe haven support is and so I think it's really important to remember that what this day is for us could be and I would say is very different to what it is to other people and I think that's an important side to 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 mention we see lots now I think well maybe not lots I feel like there are quite a few national campaigns that really focus on this awareness raising um, encouraging people to know that mental health is a thing and that we need to look after it and I think that's really great that that needs to continue to happen and that's really really good I guess I feel like I, I'd like it just to go kind of that one step further where we're looking at education more so than the awareness the awareness does still need to happen but I think it's that education now it's that next step it's it's kind of what are the services that you could access or if you know someone that's struggling or going through a particular change where could you signpost them to I think for me that feels like the next bit now of of encouraging people to know about that and, and engage in the support that's available with local services thinking about in your workplace in your sports club in your community group do you know if someone kind of mentioned to you that they were struggling with something where would you signpost them to 
do you know? Like, are there a range of different things? Could you only signpost to one thing? Or what would that one thing be? Um, for me, I, I still think it's, it's often kind of a three or four list thing that I keep in my head. So I'm always thinking about the GP is the first place. They're often a kind of a gatekeeper to services or to treatment. So it's always the GP. I think Samaritans, most people are aware of Samaritans now. Um, but realising it's not just for when you're in a crisis. It's a listening service. So if you just want to speak to someone, um, you don't need to necessarily be in a situation where you are struggling with thoughts of self-harm or suicide. It could be that you're experiencing low mood or you're anxious or you just need to have a chat with someone. Samaritans is there for you. So I think those two are really good links to have. And then I would think about, try and find out about what's near you. So I always signpost to my my local mind and then maybe something else that's relevant. Um, so you can look on the National Mind website um, and find out where your kind of your nearest or where your local mind branch is and they'll deliver wellbeing services. Um, often, I think, to adults and to children and sometimes other groups as well. Um, but yeah, have a look around. If you're speaking to someone and you know part of their struggle or their experiences around uh, maybe a housing issue, maybe they're um, losing their job or they've got finance problems or it's a relationship issue, there's lots of different charities that can support with those things and have expert knowledge about those things. So that becomes kind of the third or the fourth place I would have in my mind. And sometimes you're having a conversation with someone and you might need to go away and find out what that place is. But getting to the stage, that's what I talk about, kind of that that's the difference, I guess, between awareness and education for me is us kind of stepping up our game as well. But yes, so two two very big days, obviously World Mental Health Day coming up and World Suicide Prevention Day we've just had. So if you are listening to this and you don't know much about um, World Suicide Prevention Day, go and have a look online. There will be a lot of resources that are now up that have gone up maybe about a month ago. Um, a big thing this year that I've seen, I know, is the there's a Ripple tool. Um, I think it's just called Ripple, um, which is around suicide prevention. Um, so it's like a, a downloadable tool that you can add on to, to a mobile device, to a laptop, a desktop, a phone, a tablet, anything. Um, and that will result in kind of a pop-up if you search online for certain harmful material. So that's a really good thing I've learned about this year. You can go and have a look at that. This isn't, I feel like it's weird when we have to say this isn't sponsored, um, but it's a really good tool um, that I've become aware of. And I think that's definitely something I would encourage people to look at. As mentioned in previous years, the Zero Suicide Alliance charity also have some really good stuff on their website and there's free online training. Um, there's a range of different things that are available. So I'd encourage you to go and have a look um, at some of those resources and support that have been posted online but yes we are back lots of things have happened a few things are going on at the moment um but i just wanted to have this first episode as an opportunity to reflect on some of the things that as i say have happened uh with the mental health blog awards we'll kind of touch on that again next time um the awareness days that are happening kind of at the moment and encourage you to you don't necessarily have to engage in those conversations if you don't feel it's safe or appropriate or you just don't really want to. Um, but I think being aware that they're happening and that resources are being shared, it's a good time to kind of top up 
your knowledge if that feels like something that you're you want to and are able to do a huge thank you to all of you for continuing to be part of the podcast hopefully most of you are here and you've come back after a two-month break um but yes i absolutely love the podcast looking forward to getting back into the conversations looking forward to hopefully speaking to some of you that are listening as well and i hope you're well um i think world mental health day is a really good time to reflect back on some of the things that have kept you well over the last i say 18 months i guess two years probably um i always think it's a good thing at winter to kind of reflect on as well so yeah over the last sort of 18 months what has supported your well-being what are the things that have helped keep you happy and positive and engaged um are those things that you're still doing on a daily basis or a weekly basis um and if not are you able to reintroduce them do you want to reintroduce them or are you trying to find new things that support your well-being i think that's a really friendly conversation to have with people as well if you're looking to engage friends family members colleagues in conversations about mental health and well-being asking about what supports your well-being what helps keep you happy and positive and what helps keep you productive they're really good questions to ask it can open that conversation right up um and there'll be so many different conversations that you'll have based on just that first opening open question really so yes thank you so much for listening i look forward to speaking to you too and until next time what supports your well-being These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, And then they want to talk about it.